Hey everybody, episode 357 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast coming at you. Thank you for joining me for today's show. I want to talk about supplements today. I talked two episodes ago on Monday this week about majoring in the minors, and I want to start this episode out by reminding you that supplements do not make or break your progress. I'm talking about that today because you know today's show is about what supplements I take, and I'll talk about the benefits of each one and why they do matter but I wanted to start this after listening back to the show a little bit. I want to remind you that it won't make or break your progress. And you, if you focus on the main things, right amount of calories, high quality foods, lots of fruits and vegetables, good meats, you will have success. And you will get very, very far, just as far maybe as someone who's doing these things. This is more about like if you have the money, if you want to have the insurance policies, and if you actually see benefits in your own personal life from it, of course, this is anecdotal, right? This is stuff that I see benefits on my own training, performance, and health in. So anything, you should probably talk to your doctor first, and you should experiment it on yourself to make sure that you see the benefits that I did, right? You just shouldn't just take my word for it. This is my body. Your body's different. I wanted to say that before I get started with the show. This is episode 357 of the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. A peek inside my supplement cabinet. What are the things that I currently take and why and the benefits that I've seen from them? Hopefully you get at least an insight into how my, my mind works with supplements as you kind of shop around here and there and maybe try out different things. You know what to look for, what differences to look for, and how to gauge if it's actually working. So let's get started with today's show. Hope you guys enjoy it. Let's go. Welcome to the Fitness, Food, and Freedom Podcast. Keep listening for some awesome advice on health, motivation, and becoming a better version of yourself. Be sure to tune in every week for Motivation Monday, Workout Wednesday, and Foodie Friday. Behind the mic today, your host, a strength and conditioning coach, husband, and businessman, Jordan Stoltz. What's going on, guys? Jordan Stoltz here, your host of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast, Stoltz Fit YouTube channel, Stoltz Fit on Instagram, jordanstoltzfitness at gmail.com through email. Today's episode is going to be a little bit about supplements. Now, I've gotten, you know, if I get any questions for this podcast uh, from you listeners or from viewers on YouTube, even though there's not very many of you right now, if I get any questions, they're about supplements, and I mean that probably the most common thing is about supplements. What do I take? Do I recommend you know supplement A, supplement B? What about this brand? What about BCAAs, vitamin D, fish oil, multivitamins? All these things are asked quite often. Um, I mean, honestly, it's because they're pushed so often, right? It makes people feel like you need them. And remember, supplements are just supplements. You think about um you know, a real food pyramid, what actually matters, bottom is definitely quantity. Make sure you're eating the right amount. That's the base. A level up from that is probably some food quality. Make sure you are eating good, nutritious food for the health benefits. You want to make sure you're getting the right macronutrient splits above that, and then supplements maybe right on top of that. So these are the things that truly matter. Supplements do matter. They can make a difference, as I'll talk about in this show. Um but only in certain cases and actually less than you'd think. So there are proven supplements out there. I want to talk about what is in my cupboard and what I use. 
and if I've seen a benefit from them and kind of how I gauge that too because I think that it's important to um, be able to tell a difference. And for each supplement, there's different ways that I have kind of found a difference, right? It's different ways that I have gauged, I guess, progress or effectiveness of that supplement. So the first thing in the cupboard I'm going to talk about, I'm going to kind of work down the cupboard. I have everything sitting out for this. The first one is fish oil. And I start with fish oil because fish oil is a good example of one that I actually gauge the effectiveness, the effectiveness of um, very specifically through blood work. So I had blood work done a while ago, last year before Christmas. Um, the HDL LDL ratios were in the good ranges, but on the wrong end of those ranges. So HDLs little bit on the low end of the normal range and then LDL is a little at the high end of the normal range although not out of range in any dangerous fashion definitely not you know optimal so I started taking more fish oil and I've had fish oil around I've taken a bottle here and there it's kind of a pain to take you know it sucks when you have to burp it once in a while it doesn't happen very often but once in a while it does and that sucks and it's just not something that I saw a performance benefit in the gym from, so I didn't take it religiously. Well, I started taking it religiously just to see maybe I can change these numbers through just this. I didn't change my diet, my exercise, or anything like that. My weight didn't change. All, all I did different was add in the fish oil, and I added in a lot. So me, for me personally, whatever the capsule is um, in IUs, I was taking four per day, and which is about double what the bottle says to do. So I was taking a high amount of fish oil. And in about three months worth of time, I drastically improved those HDL and LDL levels. And I wish I record these podcasts into my phone, so I can't necessarily look at the lab work results on my phone. But I wish I had it in front of me because the numbers were staggering. LDLs specifically dropped a lot. I really improved the LDLs, which are the bad cholesterol, if you don't know. HDL is the good cholesterol, and that went up slightly. So an improvement in actual blood markers from the fish oil. And I do believe it was the fish oil because nothing else really changed. And I have taken it ever since very, very, very religiously because there's a lot of studies linking LDL and HDL ratios even more than total cholesterol to your health, right? So what actually matters is good cholesterol, bad cholesterol, and it isn't really total cholesterol. So I saw a huge increase in HDLs and decrease in LDLs from taking fish oil, so I take it. So that's one in my supplement cabinet and one that actually gave numbers back on if it works or not. Now the next one I didn't get numbers back if it works or not, but it's kind of like a why not supplement. That's a multivitamin. I do take a multivitamin and I consider it to be a why not insurance supplement kind of thing. Now, I'm not really a fan of greens products so much, like greens powders, so I choose just a normal capsule form of a multivitamin, and uh, it's just a insurance policy. And it's not really even a day-to-day thing. It's just like a if I end up being deficient chronically with something by accident, right? Maybe I don't eat enough iron or something, that, that'll just give me a little bit more. And it'll kind of boost me up into the right levels. Um, now, I you know, this might be a placebo effect, but I think my energy is better when I take my multivitamin regularly. If I stop taking it, sometimes I'll 
maybe sleep a little worse, be a little more, more groggy, and that might just all be placebo, right? Maybe me taking my multivitamin ends up in me having other healthy behaviors as you know a side effect. So it all kind of is correlated but not caused kind of thing. So not hard evidence on that, but I think it gives me an energy boost just to have it. Um, not a crazy multivitamin or anything or vitamin packs, just a normal one. So I, I take that every day. And also, even though there's vitamin D in that multivitamin, the next one is vitamin D that I take, and I take it in drop form. Um, and I believe vitamin E oil or something like that. It's some kind of oil. That's just maybe, actually, let me look. Nope, it's just olive oil. Olive oil with vitamin D. So it's an oil drop, two drops on the tongue. That's my vitamin D. I dose pretty high on vitamin D. That's something, because it's a fat-soluble vitamin, you'll want to make sure... You're taking the right amount, take the recommended dose first, maybe even do blood work, check with your doctor, all that. But I take two drops on the tongue, which is a good amount of vitamin D. And I do that mainly because of the climate I lived in. When I lived in Texas, I didn't. I took one drop and I didn't do that regularly. I did that based on if I was in the sun or not. So like if I went on a long hike in Texas, two hours of hiking in the sun, that hot Texas sun, kind of felt like I pretty much was in the sun enough and got enough vitamin D. So I wouldn't take it that day. The next day, maybe I would because I was going to be in the office all day. I kind of took it more of a reaction. But now that I live more north, North Dakota, Midwest, um, the sun, you know, much shorter summers, much longer winters, and probably out in the sun a lot less in general. So because of that, I take it every day, high dose, just to ensure so colder climates, Places where you're not out in the sun that often, um, it's probably a good idea to take vitamin D because most people are deficient in vitamin D. Um, the next thing is I have a combo where I haven't really had pre-workout powders in a long time. Kind of more of a coffee guy, to be honest, and I just drink coffee, iced coffee beforehand. Maybe you know I want a little boost once I am a little more tired from having a baby running around or just sitting around, whatever babies do. But I do kind of make my own little mixture, which is essentially just, um, I drink, I mean, I literally, I drink crystal light lemonade and I just dump a caffeine capsule into it. So I have caffeine pills, which are insanely cheap compared to pre-workout powders. So 200 milligrams of caffeine in each capsule, um, which is decently high. So I put that in the crystal light, and then I also, something I experimented with and am not fully convinced on, but I want to be transparent that I have it there, is L-theanine, which is supposed to kind of mellow out the caffeine a little bit, give you a little bit more focus. I have that in there, and I've tried it at different times at night for sleep and also before workouts. And I'm gauging my performance and well-being from that. So do I feel like I perform better? Am I more clear mentally? Do I sleep better? And I can't say I've noticed that. So that's a not recommended supplement. Maybe for you. For me, I haven't noticed a big enough difference to buy it again. And that's always, you know, compared with the dollar. It's cheap. But I don't know if I've seen a benefit compared to just normal food, exercise, sleeping, a little caffeine before the workout. That usually does the trick. Um, so caffeine's in there as an effective one for energy and before workouts. L-theanine, not sure it's effective yet, but it's in there. 
Um, and then honestly, what I have right now because it's summer and I do work outside a lot is I make a little hydration drink, which I wanted to talk about just because I guess it's a supplement because it's for hydration, although it's not in like a pill or anything like that. What I do is I just take some lemon juice, juice of about one lemon, put ice in a cup, put that lemon juice over the ice, fill the rest with water, put a one pinch of stevia, two pinches of salt, shake that up or stir it up. And that's a little hydration drink. I, you know, little story, pass out an ice cream shop one time in Texas because I found out, you know, I thought I was dehydrated. I was actually very hydrated. I just did not have enough salt. So really long story that I could make an episode about probably. But for me, I need to add a lot of salt to my food. And apparently, it helps to add it to my drinks. So I put some salt in my water sometimes and I do this little hydration drink like I just talked about with salt in it. And that tends to help me stay hydrated. Um, and, um, actually it keeps me a little bit awake too. So I like that salt. It just must be something I need with my body. You might not probably mainly depends on the amount of sweat you put out. Maybe I put out a little bit too much. I don't know, but that's for me, but I like the hydration drink. And I think that, uh, that's worth your time. Lemons are really high in electrolytes, which is why the lemons are in there. Stevia is just for the taste, kind of counteract the lemon, and then the salt is for hydration. I use pink sea salt, a couple pinches of that. And I that is my supplement cupboard. I the only other regular supplement that has been in there in the past, but isn't right now, is creatine. Creatine I just ran out of, didn't purchase again, and I am doing the elimination way of seeing if it's effective, right? Do I notice a decrease in performance because I removed a supplement instead of an increase when you add it? Because there's a certain placebo to adding adding something in, right? Like if I add in creatine, maybe, oh, I feel so strong, creatine, you know, but maybe a better way to do it is like the reverse of that, which is to take it for a long time and then remove it and see if you see a drop in performance. And to be honest, I thought I saw a big increase when I took it, but I'm not noticing a drop when I stopped it. And I think a big reason for that is because of the calories that I was at while taking it. So when I started taking it, I started taking creatine with lower calories, which means that maybe it was harder for me to push through in the gym because of having lower calories, like 2,400 calories. Now I have 3,600 calories. So Maybe I don't even need that extra push in the gym from the creatine. And maybe the meat products that I eat give my body enough without supplementing. So it could also just be me. Maybe that's how I respond to creatine. I don't know. But I don't see a difference taking it out. So I'm probably just going to keep it out. Save money. I kind of don't like taking it that much. Like the process of it. So probably not going to add it back in. And I'm probably going to be just fine. That's my supplement cupboard, and that's it. You know, it's simple. It's the things that are proven to be effective. Multivitamins proven to at least be a good insurance policy. And fish oil, you know, there's good fish oil and bad fish oil. Some can be rancid. I found a good brand, and I noticed my blood markers improving. That's always the best way, blood panels, to see if something's working. Um, And then the caffeine, I noticed a big performance boost, of course, very, very studied supplement right there. Sometimes I just do coffee. And then the hydration drink, I notice anecdotally a huge um, increase in well-being. 
energy and hydration doing that um, with the hydration drink that I do. So that's it. My little supplement cupboard. It's not huge, nothing crazy, nothing, uh, you know, no fit teas or anything like that, but that's it. And I encourage you to not put too much weight into what supplements bring you. And remember, most supplements are focused on your health. And I like the health supplements a lot more um, than the performance supplements because maybe I'm a performance purist. I like a lot of my performance to be internally driven, you know, push through when you don't want to do it, fight through a little bit, lack of energy, things like that. I think that can go a long way. The workout itself is going to boost your energy. I do take caffeine. I think that helps. But other than that, majority of the supplements are for health. Uh, kind of kept track of by, by either just thinking of them as insurance policies or by actual blood markers, which is probably the way to do it. And thinking logically about things like vitamin D. Like, was I in the sun? Do I live in a climate where I might need more vitamin D um, as an option if you don't get the actual blood panel? So that's it for today, guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Episode 357 of the Fitness, Food, and Freedom podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform you listen to. And find me on YouTube at Stoltz Fit and on Instagram at Stoltz Fit. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Triple F Podcast. Please leave a five-star iTunes review and share the podcast with your friends and family. Tune in next time for more great tips on, on fitness, fitness, food, and, and freedom. freedom.